We are live from Shields Pizza on Telegraph Road in Southfield. This is the Lawrence Tech Coaches Football Podcast. I'm Lauren Plant from State Champs. This is the head coach, Jeff Dumadek. Now, Jeff, when I woke up this morning, I had no idea what we'd be celebrating today, but apparently it's the two-year anniversary of you being fired from Culver Stockton. What a special day. Yes, it is a great day. Great day. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding, but life is a journey, yeah. right? Let me ask you a little bit about your time at Culver Stockton because that's where you were uh, before here at Lawrence Tech. How did you end up there? Uh, actually, one of my old players was their defensive back coach when I was uh, at Michigan State. So their head coaching job opened. He knew I wanted to be a head coach. He called me up and asked if I was interested. Gave my name to the AD. The AD called me, and the rest is history. Rest is history. Uh, describe your experience there as a head coach and what you took away the most from that experience. Well, it was my first NAI experience, first head coaching experience. Uh, first, uh, well, not really my first job out of Michigan because I right. had coached at Tiffin before. But uh, but you're now um, the head of the program. Yep, you know? Yeah, exactly. And first time in Missouri ever. Uh, <laughs> right. So um, a lot of firsts, a lot of uh, great experiences there. Had a lot of great kids play for me. Um, a lot of staff that I worked with that uh, were phenomenal. Um, we took them to their first winning season in 15 years. Yeah. We had uh, we beat Baker for the first time ever in their history. Uh, we beat Evangel for the first time in 33 years. Um, we beat a top 10 team for the first time ever in their history. Wow. So we had a lot of firsts. Lots and, of milestones. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we thought we had it turned around, and then uh, you know, um, kind of maybe let our foot off the gas pedal the next couple of years, and um, <clears throat> and kind of had some bad years after that I mean, so it's a tough sport right yeah you know? ups and downs that's right that's it that's right and, it's uh, uh, a roller coaster yep. you know at times and uh um but obviously you know again you learn so much from that experience we're here tuesday nights at 7 p.m join us shields will always take care of you great food and drink specials always a great atmosphere here's what we got in store for you tonight the team has been on a two-week hiatus, and the final game of what we're calling the reboot season uh, at Lawrence Tech is this weekend. Uh, it will be in Indiana. We'll take a look briefly at the season up to this point. We will preview the second meeting of the season with the one team will actually be a conference opponent next season, and that is Indiana Wesleyan. They had the audacity to come <laughs> into our house and win 38-24 to on homecoming, no less. Yep. But uh, revenge is in order. We'll talk about it. Uh, finally, we have two assistant coaches uh, with us here at Shields tonight. We'll talk to them as the recruiting season is now in full swing. Now, there are many great things we can take away from this season, but something I believe a lot of people didn't expect was the fact that you guys jumped out to a 5-0 start. Uh, talk about the formula that you and your coaches uh, instilled from the beginning so that your team will be ready to compete game one because you literally started from scratch. Yeah, um, so you know the, the main focus we had was our culture and our foundation. So we were trying to build um, things from the ground up and uh, trying to instill in our kids a desire to grow and learn every day um, and compete with themselves. You know, it's a it's a kind of a growth mindset that we talk about a me versus me um, battle on, on a daily basis. So every day when we wake up and look in the mirror, you know, hey, I got to be a better me today than I was yesterday. Um, and we tell our kids that. We say, you know, my job is to replace you with a better player every day, you know. And so I'm going to be recruiting every day, and I'm going to be coaching you every day. And if you take the coaching, you work hard, you'll replace yourself with a better yourself, right? 
Um, and if you don't, then we'll find somebody else uh, that wants to come play for us and, and do it better. Yeah, and it's awesome. They bought in. Yep. Uh, is there one game so far this season which say you'll remember the most, say, a decade from now? This After, next, yeah, this, no, next, this next one. one, I know. <laughs> this next one will be it. But, I mean, just I'm saying, like, right now, something that you just, like, really resonates with you. Um, obviously, the first game yeah. is, is always a milestone. You know, uh, we hadn't had football here in 72 years. Uh, so to have over 4,000 fans there and to um, win in competitive fashion, but yeah. it kind of left something to be desired in the way it ended. Um, yeah. Being called yeah. after three quarters yeah. when we weren't even at the field and not around the fans and things like that. Right. So, um, you know, as much as our first loss hurt against Indiana Wesleyan, that's another one that kind of showed us where we were at because they, they got started earlier than us. And they had a chance to schedule some of the teams in league, um, so we had. It was kind of a measuring stick to yeah. see where we were at, and uh, we competed blow for blow with them. You know, uh, ended up on the losing end of it, but uh, it showed our kids and our staff that we're on the right track. Absolutely. Uh, you're now facing for the first time a situation where you've lost two in a row. Yep. Uh, and to add to that, a long break, yep. which can be uh, frustrating, you know. <laughs> Talk about what it's going to take and what you're doing in practice to ramp up and end this season on a high note. Um, so, you know, the past couple of weeks we've kind of pulled back on the physical part of practice and we've done some more uh, mental stuff. Uh, we've also pulled away from a lot of the team stuff and Start to focus on technique. When you have 85 freshmen, um, there's a lot of technique stuff that needs yeah. to be developed. So, um, so we focused a lot on that. I think our kids got a lot better. Um, they feel locked in. They've been looking forward to this game since the previous one, um, and uh, you know, I think they're excited and ready to go. I don't know really what we have to do as coaching staff. I think they're going to get themselves revved up uh, with, without any. Yeah. outside stimulus. Especially for, at this point in the season. Exactly. You know? uh, you've had a number of players step up, take a strong leadership position based on what they're doing on the field. Tommy Lappin is a great example. 12 tackles in the first Indiana Wesleyan matchup. Four and a half were for a loss. Northern Michigan, he has 16 tackles. Uh, you win on defense, right? You win on defense, you win. Yep. Uh, so it's a catalyst for everything. Did you expect Tommy would be having the season he is thus far? Um, we knew Tommy was a good player coming out of high school. Uh, being a true freshman, you know, we hadn't seen him compete uh, with college athletes. Right. So uh, that's always that's a, a question huge. mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anytime rookie in the NFL or, you know, those big time five star commits that go to major schools, you know, there's it's always hit and miss. miss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you swing and miss sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, he's so we, hitting. Yeah, we were excited about him, and he's definitely hitting. Uh, 16 times at least in yeah. the Northern Michigan games. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, which, was, been, which was your best competition so far? Exactly. Yeah, he's a tough competitor. He flies the ball. He um, understands football. He puts in the time. So we're excited about the four years he's going to have yeah, here. Absolutely. This is the Lawrence Tech Football Coaches Show podcast live from Shields Pizza on Telegraph Road in Southfield. I'm Lauren Plant of State Champs. This is the head coach Jeff Dumendak. We're recapping briefly what has taken uh, part so far in the football season at LTU. The first one in 70 years. Finding ways to score outside uh, when you're on. Uh, to, finding ways to score outside of when your offense is so critical and the defensive side of things. Three scoop and scores. Two pick sixes, three safeties. That is huge and a tremendous momentum boost for the guys on the sideline. What would you say is the defensive philosophy 
here at Lawrence Tech, and what kind of athletes are you looking for on defense as you fill out future rosters? Um, well, Coach Q's going to be on a little bit yep. later, but uh, you know, from a defensive philosophy, we want to we want to be fast and aggressive. Uh, we want to get after the quarterback. We want to force decisions. Um, and those are the type of players we want, fast, aggressive, and physical. Um, obviously, we want them to play smart and play within the system, but uh, that is our system, is fast, aggressive, and physical. So uh, I think those things are results of that, forcing quarterbacks into bad decisions. Um, yes. For the pick sixes, you know, getting after the quarterback for the safeties um, and putting them in negative field positions. So. And stepping up in the moment. Exactly. You know, those moments come, you got to step up and make the play. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, and they've yeah. been doing that. Uh, we can't forget special teams, two punt <clears throat> returns for TDs, one block. How much time do you guys spend working on special teams in practice? We spend a lot. Uh, so Coach Williams, our special teams yeah. coordinator, does a great job. Um, and we spend 15 minutes in pre-practice, and then we spend – two 10-minute and one five-minute period throughout practice every day. So, you know, we're getting 40 minutes a day in on special teams when a lot of people really don't dedicate that time to it. But right. we, we understand that um, you can win and lose ball games with that. And uh, they're, because they're not dedicating time to it, there's some advantages that we can get. And I would imagine there's probably competition, too, because you've got kids who are looking to earn a spot on the offensive defensive side. This is where they can do that. Exactly. Exactly. And plus... You know, quite honestly, our kids like Tommy Lappin and uh, our starters on offense and defense uh, take pride in the special team stuff um, because it is a fast, aggressive type of play, and um, and big swings can happen there. So they, they understand that, and we beat that into their head, and they've grasped it and run with it. Let's talk about the rematch coming up this week with Indiana Wesleyan, the takeaway in the 38-24 loss. Blue Devils forced four turnovers to gain a 17-16 advantage in the third. Wildcats rattled off 22 unanswered to win the game. Now that you've had a chance to really absorb what took place, why were you unable to stop them in the fourth quarter, you think? Um, you know, our offense, uh, quite honestly, I think it falls more on our offense than okay. our defense. Um, we started to stumble a little bit. We had a couple three and outs we put them in some bad field position um and and then <clears throat> excuse me uh our defense is on the field a lot you know and when you have to stop more plays and give them more opportunities it makes it that much more difficult so uh you know hopefully this this game will be able to sustain some more drives and keep our keep it a little bit more balanced game right uh what did they do defensively that was able to curtail a ground game that couldn't be stopped all season mm -hmm. long they held your rushing attack to a seasonal 57 yards um they played us a little different than we had seen on film uh we we made some mistakes you know one of the biggest things we saw in that game was we had gone from uh some club competition to uh, scholarship football right. competition and big our, swing yep <laughs> and our kids you know it was a big anticipated environment with homecoming and and a arrival and all that stuff so I think our kids got a little bit uptight and um, they got a little bit blinded by the fog of war and made some mistakes and uh, and coaches as well you know and um, so we all look went back and looked to eliminate one of those mistakes each and hopefully that compensates for the 14 points right right uh, what's the approach you will take Saturday as you invade their home turf to close out the season we know they're gonna run the ball yep. 31 of their 45 touchdowns this season will come on the ground um, obviously we want to run the ball and we want to stop the run uh, those are the two keys 
uh, to every game that we're involved in. Like you said, if defense wins, you win, right? So um, we want to smother them as much as possible. If we can get four turnovers again, that'd be phenomenal. Um, And, you know, we want to protect the ball a little bit better on offense. We coughed it up quite a few times that game as well. Um, So if we can protect the ball and get those takeaways, I think it's a different outcome. Yeah, how excited are the boys? (laughs) Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go, I'm sure. Yeah. They have just been thinking about this uh, all month. All right, if you're active on Twitter, you see the kids are tweeting about the offers they're getting now. I'm seeing Lawrence Tech offers going out uh, to talent from all over the place. We've got a few assistant coaches with us here tonight, and we're going to talk to them individually. Uh, let's first welcome in the offensive coordinator, Keith Beckham, to the table. Keith, pull doing? up a chair. How you doing? I'm good. Welcome to the good. show. Yeah, first time. Uh, we are celebrating the two-year anniversary of uh, Coach Dubinek getting fired from yeah. Culver Stockton. Uh, <laughs> you were him. you were with him, so I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. it's your anniversary too. Well, I, I had a couple more months after that. So <laughs> okay, all right. Kept me working. So we can get, we can gather up again here at Shields kept and, and celebrate that, yeah, right? Next right. coach. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, is it true, though, that when you completed the 2016 season, uh, your offense was second in the nation in passing in the NAIA? That's correct. Uh, Why do you think you were able to have that kind of success, and what kind of offense were you guys implementing there? Uh, Basically, it was the same thing we're doing now. Um, We've altered it a little bit based on personnel, but, you know, we like to be multiple and and use our personnel the best we can. So uh, we had an experienced quarterback um, back there. Yeah. Uh, Did a good job and some good skill guys. some running back, so yeah. made it easy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you on the show yet, so nope. give me your assessment of the first season of football in seven decades here at LTU. Uh, we were actually just talking about that at the table. Okay. Um, pre-planning yeah he kind of he kind of asked depending on what happens this saturday how would you grade it yeah and and we were saying we don't think this saturday really affects the grade of the season um because it's about the process uh and i think we've gotten a lot better throughout the season um so i'm really uh, proud of our guys unlike the lions you are not regressing from week to week okay that's a good thing uh the quarterback tyler kolka has had a good season uh he's got a 60 percent completion rate nearly 1400 yards through the air 16 touchdowns give me an assessment on his performance uh he's a leader he's mature obviously right he's a little bit older than some of our other guys which is Um, definitely a bonus i'm sure yeah Uh, he's really good about kind of leading people along with him and bringing people with him Uh, he's always every practice he's yelling at the receivers and kind of annoying them with hey come on we got to get more work right Uh, which is what you like to see out of quarterback he's also a great character kid off the field um does a lot with his church and and things like that, so um, yeah. couldn't ask for a better kid. Yeah. Uh, what have you, because it's always, like you said, the process, what have you been working with him mm-hmm. to, you know, specifically to make him better? A lot with him is, is we just want to continue his growth as a leader. Um, the rest of the stuff will come through reps and experience and drills and stuff like that. Um, but just kind of the intangible stuff is right. kind of where we want like to Like you push said, him. at this point, it's about fundamentals right now. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. Just continue to Repeat the process, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, recruiting is another one of your responsibilities. Yep. Uh, I'm sure you have many. Oh, yeah. But uh, Oakland County, Western Wayne area, KLA Conference, yep. your territory. Uh, you have kids from a variety of schools visiting the campus. Uh, you guys frequently walk through our offices. Yep. Uh, most time you're available. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> most recently, had some Oxford kids. Yep. I saw them coming yeah. through. Uh, tell me first, are the kids 
kids hearing more and more about Lawrence Tech football and what has been the response that you've been getting from the kids and their parents? Yeah, those those conferences have been really good to us so far in the recruiting. Um, it's actually kind of been a big change from our first year when we first got here. Yeah, sure. uh, Going into schools and people saying, no, I've never heard of Lawrence Tech. Right. And now with all that you guys do and yeah. um, being out there and stuff, it's completely different. They've heard of us. They know people that go here, um, things like that. So Are they excited? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Everywhere you, know, you go in town, like every time I go to the gas station on my way to work, get a coffee, guys like, hey, who you guys play this week? Like, all right. the whole, everybody. Yeah, that's Anywhere huge. in town. That's huge. What type of football player are you specifically looking to bring into the LTU fold? What are the characteristics and talent they need to possess? Well, first, it's got to be the academics. Um, LTU is a, a high-level academic school. Um, if so, if they don't match that criteria, we kind of stop there. But then after right. that, um, we think LTU brings naturally brings like blue-collar, hard-nosed workers. Um, so that's what we want: good character kids and, and good athletes. Right? Yeah. We think we can teach a lot of the football fundamental stuff, um, but we want good athletes as well. Right. So they've got to be 4.0, or they're not getting in. <laughs> We're high academic, not quite that high. Okay, all right. So, yeah, I don't want to get the impression out there for y'all that, uh, you know, again, you've got to be, you know, uh, Einstein here. Right. But, but, you know, again, we're looking for someone who obviously is focused take academic on serious. that yeah. they take it seriously. Yeah. Exactly. And, again, you, you definitely need to. You want, you want to get an opportunity to play college football, uh, but you also need to think about the rest of your life. There's no, no better place to go than Lawrence Tech, and uh, that's a whole different show. Uh, but we'll continue with football here. We're here with Keith, uh, with Coach Keith Beckham. Uh, he's the offensive coordinator here at Lawrence Tech. Where did you grow up? And can you talk about your football background as a player and a coach? Yeah, so I grew up in St. Louis area. I uh, went to a school that no longer exists, Rosary High School, for three years. And then we merged, and I was the first graduating class at Trinity Catholic High School, uh, which now is a powerhouse in football down there. Uh, when I was there, I won one game. So. <laughs> All right. <thank> you. <laughs> um, but then I actually uh, went and played college football for a couple of years in the middle of Missouri at Central Methodist University, which is an NAI in the heart okay. conference. Um, okay. But after that, I went back and actually coached at Trinity Catholic High School. Um, we did a good job. The head coach we had at that time, we turned it around. From when I played, I was a better coach than a player, I guess, because yeah. I had the first winning season, won districts, things like that, got yeah, into the playoffs. Nice. Uh, from there, I went to the University of Missouri um, as an offensive assistant for two years. Uh, my first year, I was working with the offensive line. My second year was with the quarterbacks. Um, from there, our defensive coordinator at Mizzou, Dave Steckle, got hired at Missouri State to be the head coach. So he brought me along to be assistant wide receiver coach um, there. Uh, and throughout that the whole time, I knew him from my time in high school, recruiting our high school. Right. Uh, and we kept in touch. And so then he called me at Culver, offered me uh, the quarterback and receiver job. So yeah, jumped on board there. Right. This is the life of, of yep. a coach. If you want to be a coach, you move around oh, yeah. a lot. Yep. Um, I, think, I think me and my wife lived in five different places in five years. Yeah, like crazy crazy but also can be totally exhilarating yes. and fun too you had keith on your staff back at culver stockton yep. uh what convinced you that he was the right choice to run the offense here at lt well like you mentioned earlier we did you know we put up phenomenal numbers right uh at culver stockton yeah. and uh but more so than that you know uh, keith's focus on the process keith's focus on uh developing young men and building those relationships um that was really what uh, made me want to have him here with me. Yeah, and that was an easy choice to come to Michigan. 
Yeah, well, we were engaged at the time. Okay. Um, so I actually moved up here without my then at the time fiance. Right. Um, and so a lot of props to her. I'm sure she's watching or will be watching. So right, right. Make sure I give her a shout out. Yes, um, of course. But she had to plan the whole wedding back in St. Louis while right. I was up here, right. um, which was tough on her. But sure. Um, yeah, when we looked up the school in the area, it was it was pretty easy. I mean, it's a tough call because you know you're. I mean, it's exciting and it's daunting at the same time. Yep. You're saying, okay. We're going to start something that has that's literally from the ground yep. up, uh, and yet we also uh, are starting something that's literally from the yep. ground up. So we could have a lot of, you know, challenges ahead of us. Uh, you don't regret that decision. No, not at all. Yeah, at all. you're having a blast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. First time living outside of Missouri, but right. I'm enjoying it. Now, yeah, so. exactly. It's a little colder here in the winter. They so. have the same weather we got here right now. Oh, so. there you go. All right. So, uh, they, uh, you can thank the climate for that. We're, we're all like that. So, one more question. Um, talk about what worked and didn't work against Indiana Wesleyan the first time you guys played them. Uh, we started with the running game working pretty well. Um, we had some good opportunities in the passing game as well. Turning the ball over was a big issue with us. I think we turned it over five times, um, which obviously put our defense in a bad position. And then we kind of got behind the eight ball. And I think we kind of, I think I gave up on the running game a little bit too quickly at that point because um, there was still time on the, on the clock to establish that. Right. Um, and so they kind of knew what was coming. We were able right. to back off a little bit and uh, things weren't able to yeah. connect like you would hope, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But it's all a, a process, and like yep. you said. Yep. Uh, he is the offensive coordinator for Lawrence Tech. Keith Beckham, thanks for joining us yep, here absolutely. on the LTU Football Coaches Show. Thank all you right. very much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. all right, the defensive coordinator for the Blue Devils is also here. His name is Dan McEwen. He is very low-key, so we're going to try to get him to talk. I'm not sure how much we're going to get out of him, but uh, we welcome you to the show, Dan. Thank you for being here. Thank you appreciate for having it. me. Appreciate it. I know that... Uh, I just, you know, just give me a hard time. Coach Duvenek, you brought in Dan as a defensive back coach initially. Uh, once we got to the spring of 2018, you had an opening at defensive coordinator, and you promoted him. Why? Uh, well, Dan does a great job. So Dan and I go back. Actually, Coach Williams yeah. introduced us about seven years ago. Um, you know, and we always, Coach Williams and I always shared kind of philosophical ideas, and then Dan and I started to do the same. and. Um, just got to know each other that way and like I said with uh, Keith you know their focus is on the kid and development of relationships and development of that kid um, so I know his heart's in the right place and then he did a phenomenal job uh, in his first year here as the DB coach and uh, it was just an easy fit you know, originally that was my thought hiring him he had been a DC before right I felt if our other DC had moved on it was an easy promotion so that was kind of the plan the whole time. Right, right, exactly. You had a backup. Yep, exactly. Ready to go. Always exactly. got to have that next. Exactly. And again, everything is, you know, I believe in life, of course, everything is predetermined and it was meant for you to to have this opportunity. You've been taking advantage of it. You played your college football at Adrian College, early 2000s. You were a DB there, still hold the, I, I saw this in the thing, you still hold the pro program career record for interceptions with 15. Uh, where did you grow up? I, I grew up Pontiac area, but uh, went to the Wallach schools. I went to Wallach Central High School. Okay. So not not to me, this is coming home. Yeah. So that's a, you know, Southfield's right around the corner. Yeah. You've had a pretty extensive career as a coach thus far. Uh, we were talking about Beckham's travels. Uh, you have been, you know, around and have been in a lot of uh, uh, different situations and held different positions throughout. Uh, give us your background and where you've been before you came to LTU as a coach. I started coaching in Arizona. Right. And uh, my high school coach moved out there, retired, got me and um, 
I'm listen with those Walt Lake kids. And they, they, <laughs> his coaches go to Arizona and they retire. Hey, <laughs> they're like, sorry. Yeah, he uh, he brought myself and uh, my, my my quarterback who ended up playing at Western Michigan, then Indiana okay. State, um, brought us out there, and then we started coaching and. I stuck with it, and then just things just kept going from there. Yeah, and uh, Siena Heights has not been around that long as a football program. Uh, in fact, they won a conference title only their third year of existence. You were a big part of that. Uh, do, do you see some parallels as to where they were kind of in their infancy and, and kind of the structure that was put in place and what's happening and going on at Lawrence Tech right now? 100%. The, the, the cool part about that whole situation is um, – you know, that was my former college coach, so, you know, yeah. when you talk about relationships, you yes. figure out that's what we're all about. Right. Um, I thought he did a great job, Coach Lyle, setting the foundation over there with just, just having character, doing their things the right way. And then, you know, talking to Duke, and I felt like we may be, be able to skip some steps that were rough for us in the beginning of Siena, and then I just feel like everything's moving correctly. Right. Sometimes we just got to be patient. Sure. You know, but, uh, yeah, I do. I do see some parallels. I, I Sometimes I think we might be a little ahead of the game here. So well, again, you know that's a, you know again you've seen some of this. You're like, well, you know, we're not going to do this right. uh, because you know we, we, we've kind of been there and done that. We're gonna we're gonna evolve from that. There's so many diamonds in the rough, you know, here in Metro Detroit, especially uh, kids just looking for a chance to reach their full potential on the football field. Are you finding some of those kids right now as you get out there? I, I think the whole staff is. Yeah. I mean, really, the whole yeah. staff is. Yes, there's they're they're everywhere. And uh, you know, especially in Michigan, for sure. And I mean, I, I think the whole staff is doing a good job of finding those kids. What has been your reaction as you uh, meet kids, talk to coaches and, and parents about what's happening here at Lawrence Tech? Well, my, my reaction is, I mean, I, I don't think you try to sell something you don't believe in. Right. Uh, that's to me, I've never been a salesman. I'm just trying to help kids, right. help our staff. And so it's easy for me to be able to talk about these things because it's, I mean, I believe in it, right? right. It's, 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 it's all coming together. Yeah, awesome. Uh, last question, all right? So for most of the three quarters, the defense did a great job of keeping uh, a good Indiana Wesleyan uh, offense to just about 16 points. They finished strong. They had 22 unanswered in that one. Uh, that, of course, again, a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. um, you've got to, you know, you, you know you have to play a full four quarters. You've got to finish. So uh, now that you've had a chance to really absorb that game and break it down, um, what have you told your team that, that was the difference in why they ended up on top as opposed to one step? De defensively, um, yes. you know, a lot of it just has to do with simple things with alignment. Um, simple things, just just believing in and still progressing as football players. I mean, right. we, we really did not have a lot of games under our belt. We're, you know, um, they, they, they kind of almost had the season we had this year, last year. So, I mean, of course, right. they got a little bit more competition in the belt. Hats off to them because they finished it, you know. But uh, I'll say, I think, That was know, the first real challenge. That was. It know? was. Um, we had, we had a, you know, maybe a little one. Uh, but it, it, it just putting everything together in Wisconsin, yeah. uh, which was right. an awesome comeback with that one. Yes. But but you know, challenge as far as being able to have matchups that you know I think were uh, good across the board. But um, when you when you talk about you know being ready to play four quarters, yeah, I, I think we're ready for three overtimes that we have to right now. Right. So. I was gonna say, how do you expect things to go this weekend? We're ready. We're ready. All right. They got practice tonight, by the way. So if uh, you're driving there on uh, M10 and you see a bunch of guys running around in the snow, it's LTU getting ready for a game this weekend. All right. So um, 
I, I want to thank you for uh, being here. The defensive coordinator, Dan McCohen, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Sir, we appreciate it very much. Good luck. All right, that's our show for this week. I want to thank uh, the head coach, Jeff Dubendek, for being here, the offensive coordinator, Keith Bend it like Beckham and the uh, defensive coordinator Dan the Man McCune. I appreciate that. Uh, the Blue Devils will wrap up the 2018 season this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern in Marion, Indiana at Indiana Wesleyan. Uh, can I get a prediction on the score? No predictions. Oh, come on. Not even for the last show. All right, we still got another show. So, uh, no predictions. They're just calling it. Um, if you want to watch the game, yeah, it's exactly a win. If you want to go to the game, you want to watch the game, you can go to the game. If you want to watch the game, uh, go to the Indiana Wesleyan website to catch a live stream. You can also catch highlights of the contest on the LTU Sports Report, which airs every Monday at 4.30 p.m. on Fox Sports Detroit, rebroadcast throughout the week on FSD as well as Fox College Sports Atlantic. You can also visit the LTU Football YouTube channel plus the Facebook and Twitter page for more content. I'm Lauren Plant. We'll be back here at Shields next Tuesday, November 20th to wrap the season. As always, go Blue Devils. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.